Welcome to Milk's Favorite Podcast, episode 14. This is the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. And each episode on Milk's Favorite Podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo, rate it in each of eight different categories, and add up our score to see just how good that Oreo really is. But every week first, we start with a little story and Michelle has today's. If you listen to last episode, we talked a little bit about hashtag my Oreo creation. Where did we see that? Where did we get that from? It was on the package of our cherry cola Oreos. And so we wanted to know what that was about. And so we have some information for you. How did we get this information? We Googled it. Okay. Yeah. So we Googled it and we discovered that... A while ago, there was a contest. Some of you might know about it if you're big Oreo fans. We missed it somehow, which is shocking. I guess we don't follow Oreo on enough social media. Yeah, I don't know. You're the social media guru, Michelle. (sighs) Well, my fault. I'll take the blame. So I guess some people (laughs) submitted Oreo flavors, and Oreo took it very seriously. They made, it says, hundreds of prototypes, which is a lot. Hundreds. Yeah. Mr. Nabisco's food scientists must have been working around the clock. Yeah, and then they actually sent the prototypes to some of those contest entries. Oh, but they won't send any to us? I know, right? Here we are doing the Lord's work, and no, Mr. Nabisco, we don't have a sponsor this week. You could be our sponsor. And so they came out with three flavors in total, which now you can actually vote on which of these is your favorite. And if you vote, you're entered to win a contest for some movie prizes. Which, I don't understand the correlation. But the three flavors that were chosen were Cherry Cola, our episode 13. Kettle Corn, oops, which is today. (laughs) Spoilers. Usually we've said it already. Yeah, fair. And Pina Colada Oreo Thins, which I have not seen. Oh, they're all over. Oh. I guess (laughs) I just don't look at Thins, so. Yeah, we haven't reviewed Thins yet. We might, I guess... I guess they're real Oreos, right? They're real Oreos. Are we going to be... We're not going to be Oreo purists They have some flavors that aren't in the normal ones, so... Like pina colada. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get to them eventually. But before we get into kettle corn Oreos, we have some words about last episode, about cherry cola Oreos. A little retrospective Oreo... Or... There's no way. I'm trying to portmanteau. It's not working. So we've had the cherry cola Oreos sitting on our table for a while, and I've had maybe one or two since the the last episode. Michelle, how many have you had? One. They're not good. They're not good. They're they're, they're bad. They're really bad. I think last episode we we gave it very high scores, and I think we were excited because. It took a lot of risks. It had a lot of interesting things, a lot of new things, different things. Mm -hmm. And many of those risks were quite successful. I like the package. The look of them is neat. They are very kind of out there Oreos, and in a lot of ways that works. But in one equally important way, it doesn't work. And that's flavor. They're just not something that you want to keep eating and I think we have not had trouble eating almost any of these Oreo flavors even if we don't love it at first. Even the mystery Oreos went. I guess apple pie. To be fair we have not brought these to a party yet. Yeah. So my plan is to bring them to work on Monday and we will see how they go. Yeah they'll be a little bit old by then but. They've been closed. These lift seals are actually pretty good. Yeah and you have a bunch of undergrads 
uh, for the summer in your lab, so undergrads lead anything. It's true. So anyway, let's go on to our Oreo for this episode, which Michelle is... Kettle corn Oreos. Our first category is name. What do you think? It's making me very excited. This may be biased by my love for kettle corn, but I'm envisioning fairs and mm-hmm. and summer and sort of this, you know, fresh off the kettle, kettle corn, you know, that really fresh popcorn. And I'm, I'm excited. So we actually have a debate in our home. Popcorn versus kettle corn. Is it? A, do we have a debate? I wasn't aware. Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to play up the drama <laughs> for the podcast, Michelle, but please deflate everything. Get I'm rid sorry, of the I'm sticks. sorry. Okay, we have a debate. <laughs> I am a huge fan of popcorn. I think popcorn is the single greatest snack ever created, except for Oreos, I guess, if Mr. Nabisco will sponsor us. Different. They're different kind of snacks. Oh, anyway. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will and have just eaten popcorn for dinner. Many times, and an embarrassingly large number of times. I'm a human adult, and I, for once every couple of months, eat popcorn. All right, for all right. You don't need to drag it on. We had popcorn earlier today. It's true. And we were watching some TV. We had some popcorn. Michelle got me for my birthday a couple of years ago a pot specifically to make popcorn in. It has a crank, and it turns, and I love popcorn. Kettle corn is, eh, it's less exciting. But you bought kettle corn at Earth Day Festival. There was no popcorn available in that size. Huh. Well, so are you excited about the name? I am conflicted. Because on the one hand, I still do like kettle corn. Kettle corn isn't bad. It's just sweet where mostly I want a savory snack with popcorn. So it doesn't scratch the right itch. But okay. it is it is maybe a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, it, if you think about the sort of Oreo sphere of things, kettle corn is going to work better, right? Because it's yeah, going to be sweet. So you could do a sweet and salty thing, but it's still going to be sweet. So, I mean, kettle corn just makes more sense. Can you imagine a savory Oreo? Like, I guess I can imagine one. I don't want it, though. I agree with you, kettle corn's the right choice. The name, kettle corn. What's your score? I like it. It's getting me excited. I wish it was regular popcorn, but that doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna rate it It highly. It's descriptive. It's evocative. What more could you want? I'm gonna give it an 11. I like it, too. Yeah, I'm just happy with it. I'm gonna give it a 12. Our next category is packaging. We have a yellow package today. Yeah. Which means we have golden Oreos. We're not dealing with the uh, the normal chocolate. They get blue. Golden gets yellow. Mystery gets white. And there's a, a big old kettle of kettle corn on the front where they have the, you know, the thing that the Oreo is imitating. What's really interesting to me is look at that kettle. It's scratched up the outside of it. It's, it's this is? big cast iron kettle yeah. with some scratches on the outside, That's... which I really like. Interesting. I like that detail because it suggests that this is an older kettle that has been used to make kettle corn <laughs> a lot. Or, or maybe not just kettle corn, but it's, okay. it's a thing that has been loved, right? right? A piece of cookery that is important. 
about the sizes of the kettle versus the kettle corn? Because I feel like it's a little bit out of whack in a sort of disconcerting way. Mr. Nabisco's graphic designers have always had a problem with scale. <laughs> Every Everything. Like Every the time. The kettle corn should be much smaller, right? This yeah. Is, those pieces are gigantic. They're huge. It, it looks like you could fit maybe a dozen of them in the kettle. It's very odd. They've always had a problem with scale. You've yelled at me in the past when I've brought it up. I know, but in this case, it's it almost seems okay, and then you you look at it and you're like, ah, oh, it doesn't. It always almost seems okay. <laughs> Oreo packaging is a, a one-way tour of the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> always. Every single Oreo package, except for Mystery, because that just had question marks, is uh, just a monster of of bad use of scale. It's It's graphic design that... I think its only goal is to catch the attention. Yeah. I think it just wants you to look at the package, and it doesn't care what you think of the package. Because once you're looking, you see kettle corn Oreos. That's Ooh, weird. That is weird. And you're either going to buy it because it's weird, or you're not going to buy it because it's really weird. And the packaging doesn't matter once it catches your eye. That's fair. The other fun thing on this package is there's an Oreo that's opened up. It must be at scale because it doesn't say not at scale. It doesn't say enlarged, enlarged. to it's show not texture. Enlarged. And it does look roughly Oreo size. It does. And there's an arrow pointing to the cream that says with puffed millet pieces. I don't know if I've ever had millet puffed or otherwise. I'm not... Is that like a cereal kind of thing? It I think sounds it's, like, yeah, a it's grain. like a cereal grain. Why is there puffed millet in the Oreos? Probably because uh, they wanted something like puffed rice, but not puffed rice. Because yeah. that texture is not great. I, my guess would be puffed millet has kind of a popcorn-y texture, yeah, but like won't a, get soggy. Like one of those like corn cake things that people eat sometimes. Is that a corn cake? What are you talking about? I don't know. They're, they're like <laughs> circular and they're kind of crunchy. Is that millet? Like a rice a crispy rice, oh, treat? No, not a... Because no. that's puffed rice. Mm, I'm not sure. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, my guess would be that's, that's to simulate the crunch. Because so much of popcorn is that crunch. And the crunch comes from the actual kernel, which you wouldn't want to put in food. Because it's not really food. Right. So I'm really curious what this flavor is made out of, and so I really want to investigate that a little bit. I imagine it's similar to the buttery popcorn flavor of, like, jelly beans. Which I do not like. Without the butter flavor. Yeah. Without the fake butter, and with sugar, right? I'm, I'm imagining maybe there's some, like, caramel flavor or something, but it's sweet because the sugar. Yeah, it's got an artificial flavor in it. It does not have any natural... Oh, no, it doesn't have natural flavor also. It's got puffed millet in it, but no other kind of new flavor. So there's huh. just some mystery artificial flavor in there. Um, lots of corn syrup. You know what is new, though? The annatto extract. Oh, I, I wasn't going to say that. What is new is 150 calories per two cookies instead of 140. That feels like that just keeps going up. No, it's generally 140. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's 150. I don't think we've ever seen a it's different number besides the South the American ones. Millet. Yeah, that probably adds some carbs. There might also, like, it might be sugarier. Should we investigate? What's we have, the difference? We have uh, the ch cherry cola Oreos right nearby because we haven't eaten them yet. We also have fireworks Oreos within arm's reach because we uh, have those always within arm's reach. What am I looking for? I don't know. Um, While Michelle's looking for that, I'll give you the cinnamon bun 
update, I'm looking at them. They are actually, there are three packages of Oreos that are closer to me right now than the cinnamon bun ones. There is an advertisement on the back of the fireworks Oreos for cinnamon bun Oreos. We will get to them eventually at some point, probably. Uh, maybe it is, maybe we're doing an experiment in seeing just how long a sealed package of cinnamon bun Oreos can last. Michelle, did you come to any conclusions? There's actually less sugar in the kettle corn Oreos by one gram, which is very odd. Um, an extra gram of fat. So that's where the extra 10 calories comes from. I don't know why. Interesting. Okay. Well, I feel like we've talked about this package a lot. Do you have a score for it? I like it mostly. I don't love this orange-yellow combination thing that's going on, which we didn't talk about, but I secretly have been not liking it. But other than that, it's pretty good, so I'm going to give it a 10. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the orange-yellow combination you're talking about is how the kettle corn itself is a very similar color to the background, but just different enough to kind of hurt my eyes a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't like it. I think it is bad. I I get that they do the yellow package for the golden Oreos. I question that decision because the chocolate Oreo cookies don't have a brown package. So they could have picked What's any color. What's your score, Randy? My score <laughs> is 8.5. Our next category is smell. And I think it's my turn to open them. I think so too. So I'll just grab this lift tab. First time I think we haven't talked about lift tab during package. It is just glued to this package. This lift tab is so hard to get up. <laughs> Ugh, what a terrible lift tab. Here we go. What's that smell like? He's smelling very strongly, like lots of nose smelling. Maybe, maybe I just am not smelling things today, but I don't think that has a smell besides the cookie. I don't smell kettle corn. You're right, I smell cookie, but very strongly. I think I'm smelling the the millet, honestly. It smells like cereal to me. Doesn't it smell like cereal? Smell that. Smell some cereal in there. Oh, yeah, I guess there is. It, it smells like Oreo cookies, golden cookies, but not as sweet as normal. Yeah. But maybe I'm just not, I'm, you know, I'm missing that extra gram of sugar. <laughs> I don't think I'm upset about it. Well, I am. It smells kind of buttery, actually. I'm not getting that. Kettle corn has such a smell, right? I mean, popcorn in general, you always know when it's being made because you can smell it. You can hear it, you can see it, you could taste it and touch it, but you can smell it. You know, there, there are times where I'll be making popcorn in the kitchen and Michelle will be on the other side of the apartment and she'll smell it or she'll walk in the front door, which is on the opposite end, and she'll smell it. And you, you walk into a movie theater and you smell the popcorn. Fairs, right? You get anywhere near the kettle corn place that they sell it at, the kettle cornery. You get anywhere near the kettle cornery, and you smell the kettle corn. The kettle cornery. That's where they sell kettle corn. Michelle's looking at me like <laughs> I'm some kind of weirdo. What would you call it? I'm not sure. I just... How do you have kettle corn flavored anything that doesn't stink to high heaven of kettle corn? I don't know. I mean, how do you make kettle corn flavor? What? It, how do you make that flavor? It's, I don't know. It's don't a know. lot of sugar, but there's also that popcorn flavor. And I don't know how you would... That seems like it would be hard to do. I don't know. But I can't in good conscience give this smell a good score. I don't think it's very kettle corny, but I don't think it's bad. It's not a bad smell. 
there's not a lot of it, which is points against it, and it just smells okay. okay. Especially especially with the expectation. Yeah. So I whew, I don't think I can go any higher than eight. I think I like it a little bit better than you, so I will give it a nine. But I expected you to go much lower. Our next category is appearance. How these bad boys look. They are very interesting, I think. Well, let's start with the cookie, because I think we have a lot to say about the cream and not a lot about the cookie. The cookie's good. It's got that, that thing that the golden Oreos always have where they're dark around the edges. Michelle looks so sad that I made her talk about the cookie first. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. There's nothing to say. How's your, how's your designs? Mine are pretty good. Just... They're fine. A little bit of flattening. The lettering is clear. There's, uh... They're a little wavy, which has normally been happening lately. Yeah, Some not perfectly waviness. flat. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's fine. Cream, 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 cream. <laughs> Go for it. The cream is very exciting. First, the way that it's on there is... Looks totally different. It's not smooth. It's got these kind of waves in it. And you can actually see the millet pieces on the edges, which is something... That through all of these these Oreos with these extra stuff on the inside, I've always wanted to be able to see it. And I'm very excited that you can see it right on the outside because you know what's coming. What is... I'm not seeing any of the millet. Okay, let me see. Oh, yeah. I guess it's not... It's not perfectly uniform on all of them, but there's definitely a good amount of millet coming through to the edges. Do you think that... These cookies got a layer of cream and then some millet on top and then another layer of cream. And that explains why the cream looks like it was done in multiple layers. Maybe. It does sort of look like that. And then you wouldn't have to... Oh, because what if the, like, creaming process, right, would have just destroyed the millet? It also... It kind of looks like they used the technique from the cherry cola Oreos that we talked about. Where there's sort of two layers and they're sort of diagonal. On some of them it looks like that, but not all of them. Well, I don't know. You know normally I would say that this looks kind of messy, but I kind of like it. I think it looks very messy. Oh, I like it. It's, I think it looks kind of fancy. It's off-center on all of them, to the point where the cream is like falling off of one end and completely absent from another end. But do you like that you can see the millet? I picked up three and I couldn't see the millet in any of them. I think it's just, like, you can sometimes see the millet. No, don't be sad, Michelle. They can't see your face. That face is only for me. I figured you would describe it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really unhappy with the appearance? Yeah, it's messy. The, the cookies are fine, nothing special, but the cream is messy. And I can take, I can take two different layers of cream, right? Think back to hot cocoa, mm -hmm. where you had the two different layers. But those two different layers were neat. They were relatively centered. That's true. The centering is very off. I think it's going to make opening them very difficult. It's kind of slapdash. And I wonder, now that I know more about hashtag my Oreo creation, did Mr. Nabisco and his food scientists, were they working around the clock to just get a hundred different flavors out of the factory and they didn't put the care and attention they normally put into them? into making it look good? I don't know. I don't know either. We'll never know. Unless someone tells us. Do you have a score? I think they're okay. I, I really like the millet. So that's going to bring it up to, I think, a, a nine. I I can't go that high. And I wonder how much of how much of my scores are a reaction to Cherry Cola, where I got burned for going high. Rewarding risks. I'm, I'm going to give it a six. These are not pretty Oreos. Our next category is ease of opening. How do you want to open your Oreo? 
I would like to pull it apart. All right, the barbarian pull apart. Here we... Oh, that seemed really easy. That was very easy. And perfect? Yeah. Yeah, there is no residue on that cookie or that cream. I saw you give that cream well sniffed. Did it smell like anything? It smells much more kettle corny to me. I'm going to pinch, obviously, because whenever you have the off-center cream, you got to pinch. And I hope you heard that at home because I did it right into the mic. And that is very, very good. It's There's very a little bit good. of pinched cream, but no residue on the cookie. No cookie residue on the cream there. I see, look at some millet in there. Yeah, you Not can see the, the millet edge, when though. you open it. I want to do a twist. Do it. Here we go. Oh, very easy. Almost perfect. Right, a little bit of residue on that cookie. These are very easy to open. I can see some more millet in there. I don't know. I feel satisfied. Do you need to open anymore? I don't need to open anymore. It was so easy. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 12.5. Yeah, there's no other score possible here. It was it was so, so incredibly easy to open these, and they opened perfectly. But they didn't fall apart. Sometimes you'll, you'll reach into the box and take yeah. out Mariana. It just falls apart. These didn't. I had agency in opening them, and that's important, too. So our next category is, well, it's equally important to all the other ones. No more, no less. Not even first among equals, just equal among equals. And so that, do you still feel that way after our cherry cola? I stand by my cherry cola score. I think that is reflective of cherry cola's score under our rubric, which is what any you know rational consumer would use to evaluate an Oreo purchase. But I'm not going to say every consumer is rational. The category is taste, by the way. I don't think I ever said that. You did say it. Oh, well... Uh, as as always with anything with crunchers, I am going to just eat the cream first to see if I can get maximum crunch. I'm going to take a big old normal bite. Oh. Is it not good? The first thing I notice is the millet, which... Uh, it has the same texture as popcorn that has been sitting out for a day or two, and it's stale. It feels like stale popcorn in my mouth. I don't like it. So I can't notice it at all when I'm eating it with the cookie, because it's just... The cookie is crunchy? The cookie is crunchy, so I can't tell what's the difference between cookie and millet. I am noticing that the cream is, is very soft. It's very... Yeah. And the cream is soft. It tastes kind of kettle corny. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never mistake it for kettle corn, even textural issues aside. But it's pretty good. I think I like it. I like it a lot. I think the millet was a misstep. Yeah. Doesn't add. There was no need for that. We don't always need the texture to play into it. It's I still think, an Oreo. I think that's just because it was this, like, My Oreo Creation special thing. Mm. So they really wanted to play around. But yeah, I don't need junk in my cream in every Oreo. It just doesn't work here. Yeah. But the taste is very nice. I'm going to have another one because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the cream on its own? I don't think the millet is as bad as you said. Maybe you just had a small piece. Yeah, man, this is really good. It is really good. It's 
So do you find it buttery? A little bit. It's a little bit buttery to me. But so is kettle corn. I guess kettle corn is kind of buttery. Yeah. It's got that richness, that sweetness, a little bit of the savoriness from the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, my, literally my only complaint about the, the taste here is the millet, which is not even, it's not bad. Because I agree, when you eat it with the cookie, the millet is, I can't, I don't notice it. So I don't even think the millet is bad. I think it's just unnecessary. I'm yeah. giving this a 12. I think I like it. I don't know if I like it that much. I will give it an 11. Our next category is accuracy, where we determine whether this tastes like kettle corn. Yeah, it's not an exact match. I'm not tricked. <laughs> but I... It's really close. It's really close. Check out next episode for Are You Tricked? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you advertising? <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke that our new category would be called Are You Tricked? Are you tricked by this Oreo that you're eating the other thing? Oh, like instead of accuracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you tricked? I like that. That's from now on. That's it. <laughs> We'll be giving much lower scores because we will never be tricked. <laughs> uh, yeah, even if you could like do a flavor extract of this and a flavor extract of kettle corn, I don't think I think I would be able to tell the difference in a blind taste test. Yeah, partially because of the cookie. I think the cream is very kettle corny. I think the cookie throws it off a little bit. I agree with that, but it's I mean, this is definitely one of the more accurate Oreos. Yeah, I mean, I think that the kettle corn flavor just goes really well with the Oreo cream concept. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just really fits well into it, and it's something that you can kind of put into that sweetness profile really I, well. I agree 100%. Do you have a score here? 11. I think that's about right. I think it's a little too low. 11.5 for me, because it is, it's, it's so very close. And now we go into our final category, which is, how, how do we want to phrase this? Exfoliant? How good is this Oreo when you rub it on your skin? So it has these ridges, right? Which should do some exfoliating. And if you want to go just the cream route, it has the millet. Oh, Michelle, I don't like that face. Oh, you... I don't like that idea. <laughs> I mean, rubbing cream on your skin is definitely not an exfoliant. I don't think there's any question about that. So how close are we hewing to the idea of exfoliant? Should it actually be, is this Oreo like a spa? Because you could you could exfoliate and then you could moisturize with the cream. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do let's do the spa treatment and just see, grade it on how it feels. On what part of your body are you doing a spa treatment? Uh, what's a good spa part of the body? The face? Yeah. I'll do it on my forehead. Okay. Because I have a beard and I think I will lose a lot of the effect if I rub it in my beard. I'm going to do it on my nose. That's such a small area. Of do you skin. normally exfoliate your face? I guess so. With those little, you know, face wash. Hummus. No. No, you wouldn't. Microbeads? Mic yeah. Those are so bad no, for the No, but not microbeads. They, they have these new microbeads that are not made of microbeads. They're made of something else. Why are they called microbeads <laughs> if they're not made of microbeads? <laughs> they're micro not called microbeads. I'm just using that terminology. Okay. Okay. Well... Let's let's get rubbing cookie first. You've separated your cookie, it looks like. Oh, this this actually kind of feels nice. It does feel kind of nice. It's like I'm being scratched. Oh, I think it's pretty good. I ex I had much worse expectations for this. 
Can you tell if it's exfoliating your skin? Do you think we're just going to have, like, real big pimples on our face after we do this? Probably. I mean, in retrospect, this was a terrible idea. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm feeling my forehead now that I've stopped rubbing it. First of all, I have worn down this Oreo noticeably with my forehead. You did some rough exfoliating. <laughs> I was... I exfoliated the Oreo. I exfoliated <laughs> the Oreo with my forehead. I did not rub mine down at all. <laughs> and it feels... Feel my forehead. It feels uh, sugary. Yeah, it does feel sugary. I'm going to have to wash my face. <laughs> All right, moisturizing. I don't want to do this. I regret this, this <laughs> idea. Is this really the the final category that you regret the most? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I do regret it. Oh, this feels bad. Oh, I was going to say it feels good. It feels like I'm rubbing a glue stick on my forehead. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It feels a little bit How do I look? You have some in your eyebrow. You're going to have to take a picture. Yeah, we'll take pictures of this. I feel like I'm putting on sunblock. Yeah, you look like a lifeguard in a movie. <laughs> Do you think this is good for our skin? No, I think it's very bad. I, it's kind of starting to burn a little bit. Mine's not. I Why is yours burning? I have, I'm not sure. Well, get, take a picture quick. Oh, goodness. Does it still burn? It stopped a little bit, so that's good. Mine never started. It wasn't great. I wouldn't recommend it. No, I agree. This is food. This is not... I'm going to give it a, a spot. A three, thing. only because the exfoliating worked better than I expected it to. I'm going to give it a two, because there was no part of this... Uh, no, that's not true. Rubbing it on my forehead felt good. The cookie, not the cream. <laughs> It made my forehead feel not good afterward, but it was like being scratched, which is a nice feeling. Not like a hard scratch, like a nice, gentle, loving scratch. To be clear, the Oreo gave you a nice, gentle, loving scratch. Yes. Okay. I'm going to give it a four. Wow. Well, half of it was bad, so that knocks off half. But of the half that remained, most of it was good. That's true. I actually liked the cookie part altogether. I'm going to give it a five. All right. Give us a moment to get cleaned up. And also add up our scores. And you know what? While we're doing that, if you wouldn't mind heading over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a, a five-star review or any number of stars, whatever, and uh, and review us, rate us, review us. It means a lot. It helps spread the word to other people, teach them what Oreos are and if they're good or not. And we're back with our scores. Michelle, what'd you got? 79.5. And I had 73.5. Overall, very respectable scores. Definitely. And Milk's favorite podcast recommends kettle corn Oreos. For sure. They're great. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.com. .bandcamp.com If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com You can also tweet at us at milksfavepodcast or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast